0: Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, April 19th, 5.30 AM central time as I speak here. Mackenzie, good morning.
1: Good morning. How are you, Joe?
0: I'm doing great. Where are we going to start today?
1: So we're going to talk about corn. The nearby May-July corn spread po- posted fresh highs yesterday. The spread peaked at a 35 cent inverse yesterday, a life of contract high. Spread strength can be tied to a strong cash market, an undercovered end user, and a lack of farmer movement given the arrival of the US planting season. The record high for any May-July spread was it was back in 2021 when the spread traded a 66 cent inverse in late April. Calculations favor no deliveries versus the May contract after first notice day on April 28th.
0: The spread and and the strength here in these spread contracts, they're telling you, the market is telling you that it wants your corn. Um, A lot of Uh, Buyers, your elevators, your ethanol plants, they've switched their bids to July. I don't think they want to be caught short this May contract. I think they fear that there could be some explosive upside price action. It it appears to me as if the end user is undercovered, and they're undercovered at a bad time of year. Uh, Farmer movement really kind of grinds to a halt during planting season. I think that's what we're seeing here. If you look at some of the basis bids around the country, they're really fantastic, and it's not just out west where they had the the drought last year, ongoing Drought, even areas of the Central Corn Belt. I mean, there's plenty of of seven dollar cash corn bids out there, and sometimes there may be like special bids that are available for a day or two here and there. But uh, this this is indicative of strength. The market wants your corn. I'm going to be very curious to see what happens once this May contract goes off the board. Is is the July going to pick up the slack and rally to these sort of levels in terms of flat price? Like kind of where the May's at. It's an interesting deal. Um, the delivery calculations again favor no deliveries. Uh, you're probably not going to see that, although it it could change, I suppose, Uh, first notice days until the 28th. Uh, This is all a characteristic of like a tightly supplied uh, old crop corn market for sure. So positive sign that these spreads are rallying and they've got more room to go. Um, Like you said, back in 21, this thing went to 65, 66 cents. So there is is more room to go if it wants to go. And there's historical precedent uh, for it to do exactly that.
1: Guys, make sure if you're not already doing so, you need to check out our premium content. What did we talk about yesterday, Joe?
0: Okay, so every time uh, we put out a, a marketing recommendation for corner Soybeans, uh, I tend to do a video where I explain exactly uh, what I did, why I did it. And uh, my, my deal here is that everything we do is transparent. So I run through every sale that I've advised, benchmarked by date, by percentage, uh, all the way back to like when I started doing... 2022 20, bushels in this case of corn and soybeans if you guys want to see exactly what we did this week and exactly what we've done check out the premium stuff 50 bucks a month you can cancel at any time no other fee no other obligation this is a monthly deal built to your credit card you can sign up on your phone this morning it'll take you like a minute to do. absolute piece of cake let's get into the weather here
1: Yes, the forecast for the U.S. Southern Plains is slightly warmer. Yesterday, weather models called for lows in the 20s this coming weekend. This morning, both the GFS and Euro models are warmer. The GFS calls for lows in the mid 30s for most of Kansas, while Oklahoma and Texas will be, will be even warmer. Uh, HRW wheat crops in Nebraska and South Dakota could be impacted As temperatures there will fall into the 20s by Saturday or Sunday Just a bit chilly
0: I think this may be part of the reason why the wheat market's down this morning. So yesterday, I showed you guys a, a similar map. It was, and, and yesterday, it looked like the temperatures uh, this coming weekend in a lot of Kansas were going to dip into the 20s, maybe even low 20s. And that's shifted around here this morning. It's, it's slightly warmer. Um, you've got lows expected in just the 30s and maybe even 40s for a lot of Kansas. And then even warmer as you go south. Um, the crops, winter wheat crops, your HRW crops in your, uh, say, nebraska or south dakota they could be impacted but they're not as far along so i think uh yesterday there was like this this risk that maybe we'd see uh some sort of freeze event in kansas which would be a big deal and i know there's a million problems in kansas related to drought uh it looks warmer this morning and not as bad looking at some of the other weather stuff here this morning there is some rain or snow on the radar uh, depending on where you're at Uh, moving over parts of north dakota south dakota minnesota iowa a little bit of nebraska it's going to move its way east Uh, over the next seven days here you're going to see some decent accumulation in the central and eastern parts of the corn belt certainly in the uh, uh, southern part of the country southeast mid-south it's going to be wet uh, a little bit drier by comparison of course again no rain for western kansas no rain for the panhandle area uh, very little for uh, nebraska colorado a lot of these dry areas are going to stay dry the way that it looks
1: U.S. retail diesel prices rose for the first time in 10 weeks. EIA reported the average price of U.S. retail diesel at $4.12 a gallon on Monday, up $0.03 from the prior week. The news comes following a broad rally in the energy markets that has lifted WTI crude oil futures from a low near $64 in late March to almost to almost $80 this week. In addition, OPEC recently announced plans to cut production by more than 1, mil- 1 million barrels per day.
0: So is that the bottom in the energy markets? I don't know. It's probably premature to say that. The crude oil market in particular has had a really tough time holding a rally. You'll get back to 80 bucks, 82 bucks, and then you'll sell off. I think we're back below 80 here this morning. Uh, you take a look at a chart of retail diesel we've come down a long ways i mean this thing peaked at 581 national average june of last year that was right around it was the same month i believe that that cpi uh inflation peaked was in june of of last year 581 so we've taken a dollar 70 off of retail diesel and of course you'd love to see this thing even lower but uh, it's gone in the right direction for sure so was that the bottom in the energies uh you can make that argument there's been still been talk floating around about the spr uh when is the biden administration going to decide to refill that i don't know but um yeah we've ticked up a little bit but the trend uh certainly lower in terms of uh retail diesel prices in particular
1: Russian and UN officials will meet to discuss the Black Sea Grain deal. So, Russia's foreign minister will meet with the UN Secretary General in New York next week to discuss the Black Sea Grain deal. Last week, Russia warned the outlook for the deal, which is set to expire here on May 18th, just about a month out, is not so great. Moscow has reiterated that it will only consider a further extension if several demands in relation to its own exports are met. Ukraine reported on Monday that Russia had again blocked inspection of ships and the agreement was in and the agreement was in danger of being terminated.
0: I'm honestly sick of this story because we, we talk about it every day. I'm sick yeah. of it. it, but it's the same thing over and over. Uh, Reuters reporting this morning, this was out at 2 47 a.m. Central time that ship inspect inspections have resumed today after two days of talks. So <clears throat> I guess for the moment, we're going in the right direction. Um, I still think this is worth paying attention to, especially if you were to see some sort of escalation in the war uh, this spring and into this summer, as some people have predicted. Um, actually, a lot of people have predicted that. If you were to, to see a disruption of flows of grain, especially out of Russia, that would be problematic. Uh, there were some stuff. I don't know if you guys have paid much attention to those leaked uh, Pentagon documents, but one of the things that the leaked Pentagon documents revealed was that uh, Zelensky, and Ukraine were very much interested in launching a counterattack that involved like shooting missiles into Russia, which would be a big uh, deal. It'd be a big shift in, in escalation, certainly. So uh, nothing's off the table here. It's just for the moment. This stuff doesn't seem to matter a whole lot.
1: So Russia is threatening the global grain market with increased control. (laughs) Russia's grip on its domestic wheat supply could obscure prices and curb efficiency in the global grains market. In recent weeks, Cargill, Viterra, and Louis-Dreyfus announced they would no longer buy grain for export. Russian grain supplies now lie in the hands of domestic and government-funded companies. According to Cargill's head trader, price discovery will now be less transparent. Russia is the world's top wheat exporter and Russian wheat tends to be the global price setter.
0: So if there's no big Western grain companies in Russia, how do we know what they're selling wheat for officially? Um, This is related to this next slide I'm gonna throw up here, Mackenzie. These five countries are laundering Russian oil and selling it to the West. Uh, There's gonna be a lack of transparency when it comes to Russian grain prices, and I would not be shocked in the future if you saw stories along these lines uh, when it comes to oil. similar like in grains, like Russia's selling wheat to somebody, except we don't know what they sold it for. And now it's being uh, remarketed on the export market, something along those lines. I mean, I feel like this stuff is all kind of tied together, this lack of lack of transparency when it comes to pricing and Russia just they want control over the grain. The government does uh, the way that it looks. And I don't know exactly what that means for for wheat prices. Um, I don't know if it's bullish or bearish necessarily, but the lack of transparency is not a good thing.
1: Ukrainian grains can once again pass freely through Poland. Poland has agreed to resume transit of Ukrainian grains through its territory as of this Friday. The announcement comes just days after Poland and Hungary declared bans on Ukrainian grain and other food items, increasing the need for an EU-wide solution. So that happened over this uh, over this past weekend. A ban on the import of Ukrainian food food products to poland will remain in place eastern eu farmers claim the glut of cheap ukrainian grain imports has lowered prices prices And reduced their sales.
0: The key word here is through. They want they want grain to move through Poland. They don't want grain to move into Poland and then stay there. Um, I don't know exactly what this means, but we've talked about uh, at length here the last couple of weeks how uh, you know you went from this this big narrative shift where this shortage of Ukrainian grain was this tremendously bullish item, and now they don't they don't even want it in Europe. Um, it's causing. Price problems for farmers in uh, Eastern Europe. Um, It's just messy stuff because they can't ship everything that they'd like to ship out of the uh, Black Sea ports. Hey guys may grain options expire Friday if you have any open positions there. Make sure you take a look. Uh, What did cattle do yesterday? Uh,
1: They were up as usual. April and May feeder, (laughs) yeah, April and May feeder cattle futures hit fresh contract (laughs) highs on Tuesday. Uh, April reached two hundred (coughs) five seventy-seven. May was up to two eleven fifty-seven. Feeder cattle futures across the board closed an average of sixty-five cents higher. Live cattle futures, all those contracts were green. They closed an average of twenty-five cents higher. Box beef had another strong day on Tuesday. Choice was up one hundred eight and ending the day at 307.06. Select gain 229, ending the day at 291.61. This is the highest box beef, the highest box beef prices we've seen since 2021.
0: And in 2021, did the high box beef prices kill demand?
1: No, it did not. Uh, Consumers kept on buying that good beef.
0: My guess is that's the case this time around, too, but we'll see. Uh, outside markets this morning, guys, U.S. dollars a little bit higher. Stock's getting beat up a little bit. Uh, the S&P's down 25. The Dow Jones down 160. Gold's off 34 bucks. Uh, crude oil is down $1.40. at 79.50. Can't hold that trade above 80. Everybody have a uh, great day today. We will talk to you Thursday.